So when we meet real tragedy in life or uh, really bad times, down times, scary times, you can react in two ways. You can either uh, lose hope and fall into self-destructive habits, um, diminish ourselves and um, hope to be saved and hope to be rescued. Uh, or we can use a challenge to find our inner strength. Let's see what is possible within that context. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Possels and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. I like to uh, visit from time to time the Dalai Lama. He comes up with some really, really cool things and, and um, he posts quite regularly on Twitter. So if you want to get hold of that, um, of his Twitter account and follow him, he's, uh, uh, most days he's putting out something that's really relevant to the, the times. Um, he, there's a couple of statements he made here, which I really love. It's, it's compassion suits our physical condition, whereas anger, fear, and distrust are harmful to our well-being. Therefore, just as we learn the importance of physical hygiene, uh, to physical health, to ensure healthy minds, we need to learn some kind of emotional hygiene. Now, I think that's really, um, addresses the context of fear, which uh, many of us are succumbing to at this point in time. And, and probably, you know, to be, to be fair, any time that we get exposed to uh, an idea, a word, a concept, a vision, a, a sound that, it, that triggers the um, hind brain, we go into fear. You know, we go into a, to our reptilian part, which, which has served us for... Um, millions of years. So, so there's a there's a part of us that goes, um, well, millions, at least a lot of years. You know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands at, at the very least. Um, and we go into this uh, response. So it's a stimulus response. So, uh, the the challenge here is to be able to separate the um, the fear provoking uh, disturbance or noise. Um, and see it for what it's worth, um, take it in, be, be able to put it into our forebrain, into our quadrant one and four part, and um, process it without causing the reptilian brain, the, the quadrant two and three part, to um, uh, go into overdrive and to run us and run our emotional hygiene. So, you know, whilst in this current cor uh, coronavirus um, in other words, slash flu um, epidemic, which, you know, in, in, in many areas of the world, there's some hotspots and um, they're in many cases being generalised out to every other area of the world. And I think we have to look at this as a, as a local phenomena and act locally. Uh, I think that would be an appropriate measure and it's something that some governments are, are following. Um, to to address this rather than closing down the world you know and this is uh has huge 
effects, not just as far as uh, the economic health, but the mental health of people, emotional health of people. Um, if if people get into unemployment, then there's a far higher risk of them suiciding, um, that violence goes up, that uh, domestic violence particularly, that children uh, suffer and so forth. So there's a lot of sequelae to that, far, far worse, I would suggest, than, than, um, than a pandemic. So anyway, so, you know, the Dalai Lama sort of put it from this position that the, the compassion, um, which in this context, he was speaking about internal compassion and you know it's the first beneficiary of compassion is always oneself so when compassion or warm-heartedness arises in us and our and our focus shifts away from our our own narrow self-interest it's as if we sort of open this this door it it reduces fear and boosts confidence and brings us inner strength and so by looking at our our trust issues uh, and, and reducing any distrust, then we can open others uh, up as well and, and bring, it brings us a sense of connection to others and a sense of purpose, and people pick up on that. So within that then, uh, the, the key area, I think, is, is, is in purpose. It's in uh, defining your stance. You see, we all, we all have a position on, uh, on life. We have a position on... Um, who we are, where we sit within the uh, this amazing kaleidoscope of, of life. And it's about what's your calling and why you're here. So this is this is the stance and how, how do you make sense of the world? You know, are you in a, a hostile environment or are you in a supportive environment? You know, are, are virus bad? Uh, are bacteria bad? And it used to be, you know, when I was at um, chiropractic college some 40-odd years ago, um, we were taught that, vi- that virus and bacteria were bad and that you've got to kill them wherever you can. And, you know, that, that to, to some degree has been perpetuated and we've actually created this um, antiseptic environment in many respects and, and we know, and there's good science to support, that that's not useful in people developing their immune system and children um, get, and, and, and adults get uh, uh, many diseases now as a result of the environment being too clean. But it's also becoming um, obvious that, that bacteria and, and virus are a necessary part of our ecosystem. And we have like what could be called a virome. We have a a uh, a collection of, of viruses within us, uh, which is you know, DNA and RNA particles that have proteins around them, and they and they interact with us, and they, as with any seed, um, are attracted to areas that have food for them. Now, it's also recognised that bacteria now. Um, could outnumber the number of cells we have in our body. So in other words, if, if we really want to look from that position, that, that you are not you, you are a bunch of bacteria. You know, the majority of you is bacteria uh, rather than uh, what you think of as your flesh and, flesh and blood. 
Uh, so it's, it's a fascinating thing to, to look at this because um, I think throughout history, man searched for the meaning of life and it's, it's often been outside. And I think this current opportunity gives us a chance to look for the, for the meaning of life and maybe start to integrate it more to the inside. So, you know, the outside in phenomena of looking to the outside and saying, oh, these, these bacteria are around when this particular condition is happening, therefore uh, the bacteria cause the condition, um, is sort of like saying, well, you know, those flies are around that dirty rubbish bin, therefore the flies cause the dirty rubbish bin. And yet if the rubbish bin was clean, the flies would go in, come back out again, they wouldn't hang around because there's nothing for them to eat. So, and this is where I think we can we see people who have a a, a low resistance uh, in their in their life. They're, they've got a decreased life expression, uh, are having challenges with a flu, and um, you know coronavirus is essentially a flu. It's just been renamed, and that is the the current flu for the season. It it's already um, morphed and changed. Uh, um, um, and showing up different different variations already, and it will continue to do that. So that next year there'll be a different flu, as has happened throughout the throughout the history of, of mankind. I would suggest that um, there are certain optimum times for that, and then the hosts are recipients. And we uh, we even use the word contract. You know, people contract the, the flu, um, and so that's to a contract is a, is is an agreement between two. So what is this agreement? You know, what, what is the agreement that we have um, with this? And if we look at it from the position of uh, defining our stance, then I think it, it's, it's important to, to review our philosophy and see, well, what is it that we do stand for? And the, the fact is, is that we all have a philosophy. Now, whether we've we've gone into it and torn it apart and put it together in a way that is appropriate for us or not um, is inconsequential. The point is that we have a philosophy. And it's a way of thinking about something. It's a way of comprehending the world. It's 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 the quadrant one part, the right forebrain that, that looks at the possibilities and brings meaning to that. And when it resonates with the heart, then that gets gets more and more sealed in. So, you know, the the thoughts that we have and the way of thinking we have about something then starts to become uh, a pattern. And that pattern then starts to ingrain a philosophical view of existence that is um, the way we go about doing our life. So, you know, regardless of how strongly one denies the illusion they're not philosophically driven, that we do have a philosophy. And... Uh, just observe the way that, that that person may behave and it will tell you their philosophy. So in this current um, time, there's, if you like, two, I would suggest two um, uh, philosophies at play. One is an outside-in philosophy, the other is an inside-out philosophy. And so you know, there's, there's one that says, well, um, we don't have... Uh, we're at effect of of the world, and that viruses will um, c- cause us sickness, or bacteria will cause us sickness, and we must wage war against them. And they're out there to get us, and so we better, you know, produce drugs or 
uh, or some method where we can <clears throat> stop those things from getting to us. And it's it's not like a, a medieval concept. Um, and it's it's not it's it sees the world as a separate series of parts. It's not integrated. It's not getting above and looking down. Um, that that style of thinking is looking at the um, at the body as being separate parts as as various organ uh, organisms and, and uh, pathogens as being separate, and it's not a systems oriented thing. It's sort of like you know the the blind man men touching the elephant and. And you know, one says, well, an elephant is like a rope because they're holding the tail and elephants are like a hose if they're holding the trunk and an elephant's like a tree trunk if it's holding the leg. And it's, it's, it's broken down into different segments. And so there's a, a treatment for this and a treatment for that. So it's a this for that with the optimum uh, outcome to reduce symptoms. And so it sees symptoms as being the, the, the devil. Symptoms are the evil thing, and we want to get rid of the symptoms. Well, that's not necessarily uh, the position of another way of thinking, which would be to say, well, you know, we have this um, energy that manifests into physical form, and <clears throat> we are essentially energetic beings as, as human beings, and we interact with all these other energies of the planet. When the energies get out of balance, then um, cells of our body start to fire um, in ways that that are individuating. They're not they're not part of the system anymore. They start to break down. But if if our in health, if our energy is vibrating at a at a coherence that incorporates all the functions of the body, then we have an integrated system, and and this is a you know. It's sort of a it's a really old idea. So it comes from a bilistic perspective. Um, but what's neat about this is that is that in more recent times, the um, more recent sciences are starting to recognise that this is a a um, a, a very um, accurate phenomena. And so, the the question is, you know, what is the is the state of energy? And this, if we're operating from this philosophy. What is the state of energy um, of the individual? And we know that there are a number of things that influence the energy of a person. And um, one of them is is our brain-spine nerve system. The brain-spine nerve system is a coordinating factor um, that affects the energy of the systems of the body. And um, there's an immediate relationship between uh, the the thoughts that we have, uh, and we, we would break it into maybe two groups, is the, the qualitative, and that is the quality of the thoughts that we have and the quality of the emotions that we do. And uh, that is mediated and, and directly charged by our philosophy. If our philosophy is, is that um, <clears throat> things are dangerous, that there's unseen things that, that'll, that'll kill us all, then that <clears throat> that changes the vibration of the body and actually weakens the host, which is our, which is the cells of our body and the systems of our body. Um, if we uh, if we have a uh, a trusting and loving environment, then the cells of the body and the organs and the systems um, will expand to reflect that. So that is a different 
uh, vibration and that is uh, harmonic that that is consistent with with life and therefore strength and so um, the the opportunities for bacteria and virus is not the same you know when in a weakened system there's a high opportunity for in a damaged system you know there's a high opportunity for uh, bacteria and virus in a low um, or high functioning system there's a low opportunity for for these um, pathogens to 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 take up and set up house and have families because there's not enough for them to eat so you know there's a there's a distinction there um in terms of philosophy and i think it's really useful if we could really visit what is your foundational philosophy you know what what is your philosophy on life and health and and um people and the world uh and look at what it is that that you would then do because this determines how you go about it like the um like a piecemeal approach is that you uh treat symptoms as they show up and and that's sort of like a um a, an approach where you probably say well if some people got the symptom then we'll and treat everyone and so it's like a, a one size fits all and that's a sort of a medieval science um and the other one is that we say okay well everyone's an individual everyone expresses a different level everyone has a specific vibe to them and so we we must have some sort of a personalized approach here so there's got to be the right thing for the right person at the right time and it could be you know in terms of um a an infection it could be um a biochemical thing it could be uh, the right word at the right time. It, it could be um, the shift in the conditions, you know, uh, getting per- a person away from um, EMFs, getting the person away from toxic foods or, um, you know, other external factors that that are creating a dissonance in, the, in their body and in their, and in their life. So it's, the, it's a compromised immune system from, from this position that would be the major task rather than one size fits all it is it's um horses for courses so to speak so this is this is about uh making sure that in the in the upcoming time of um craziness around us and and fear being perpetrated which is a, is a violent violent means of of um um influencing people I mean, we've we've had the the fear campaigns of HIV and the fear campaigns of terrorism and the fear campaigns of climate change, and so you know this is this does influence people and it puts people into a lower state of vibration, which then becomes and sometimes a self fulfilling prophecy. So be be aware of this and and define your stance. You know, take it take the stance that um, that is appropriate for you. And and I'm not saying what that stance should be it's for you to discover that and to have a a a scrupulously logical discussion within yourself uh about that it's 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 about looking at this integrated view of existence that you have um as a human being and the fact that you and i'm going to paraphrase in fact i'm not i'll see if i can find a quote here from ann ran here we go um I think she, you know, she stated it so so cleanly in this one that she she says that a 
philosophic system is an integrated view of existence. In other words, it's, it looks at all aspects of existence. Uh, a human, but as a human being, you have no choice about the fact that you need a philosophy. The only choice is whether you define your philosophy by a conscious, rational, disciplined process of thought and scrupulously logical deliberation. Or you let your subconscious accumulate a junk heap of unwarranted conclusions, false generalizations, unidentified contradictions, undigested slogans, unidentified wishes, doubts and fears. Now, that is classic for what's happening right at the moment is, you know, do you think this thing through yourself and make your own logical choices out of your quadrant one and four, or do you get into the into the mass hysteria and fear that is um, pervading the, the main channels of distribution at this point in time? So, and this is all thrown together by chance, you know, the, this, that's undigested slogans, unidentified wishes, doubts and fears, thrown together by chance, but integrated by your subconscious into a kind of mongrel philosophy, infused into a single solid weight, self-doubt, like a ball and chain in the place where your mind's wings should have grown. So I think that that's a, a, it's a good message for the day is that, look, you know, we are a product of our philosophy. And when we're looking at something like this, we must define our stance. So consider that over this week. Um, if you're wanting some assistance with that, then sing out to us. Uh, mark at theinnatemodel.com will get me, um, and we can um, have a bit of a chat about options on this one. So uh, have, um, have hope, have love, have compassion. And the more you give, the more you get. So go, go out and, and touch people. I'm sure you, I'm using the wrong word there because you, know, uh, you can't physically touch them, which is another component of, of uh, um, division. But uh, what I mean would be touch their hearts. You know, touch a person's heart. Give them a phone call. Give them a, um, um, a tweet. Give them a message. Give them, send them a, um, something letting them know that you're thinking of them. And um, let's look at how people can work together to um, create a vibration of trust and of love and, and, and overcome uh, some of the opposition that is um, um, people are buying into. So have, a, have, uh, have fun with it and remember you're, you are brilliant. Cheers.